Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. I'm a cop and I keep getting called to the same house. I'm a local rookie cop in a small town in Pennsylvania, currently start working the night shift. I work the normal patrol shift, driving around and pulling traffic, responding to your normal domestic disputes and whatever other wonderful calls dispatch sends my way. But ever since the past weekend, every single night I keep getting called to the same house. At first I thought it was my co-workers playing pranks on the rookie. I have two years on the job, but in such a small town I work with most guys my dad's age. I have omitted certain names and addresses for obvious reasons. Anyway, here's what happened. Friday night around 0200 hours, so about Saturday morning. Dispatch gets over the radio. Dispatch to 1034. 1034, go ahead. We just got an 911 hang up from a landline that's coming back to Patch Lane. Can you go ahead and check it out? 10-4, en route. So I immediately start driving to the address, which is about 6 miles away. But it's a pretty rural area, so I get there in less than 10 minutes, say. I turn right on the gravel lane, and after about 7 seconds, I see the house up ahead on the right. No lights on inside. I park my cruiser on the gravel lane, lights off so as not to announce myself in case there's an actual emergency going on inside. We are trained not to just roll up to a house, lights on, in case the subject decides to ambush the officers arriving with gunfire. Anyway, I quietly approach the old farmhouse and check the perimeter. No signs of anything. No lights. No sound. Not even a car parked anywhere. I begin to think maybe dispatch got the address wrong. 1034 to dispatch. Dispatch, go ahead. I'm at Patch Lane. Can you confirm this is the address? Stand by. 1034. Yes, that's the correct address. Do you need backup? Negative. Appears nobody is home, but I'll update. At this point, I knock on the front door and announce myself. Officer Barclay, Police Department. No answer. All the windows were closed and I gently try the front door. But it's locked. 1034 to dispatch. Dispatch, go ahead. It looks like this house is abandoned. I think the 911 hang-up might have been some wires crossed. Clear me no report. 10 at this point it's about 0230 hours and I need a cup of coffee since I have another three and a half hours left on shift. I head over to the local 24 hour gas station and find two of my ever so busy co-workers standing there, fueling up on caffeine as well. They grin and ask me if I had fun responding to the old doc's house.
clearly I must have had a dumb look on my face showing the confusion I was feeling because then he goes, you don't know, do you? He continues, that old farmhouse belonged to Dr. Wentz. He was the guy that I'm sure you've heard about who used to do botched abortions and all sorts of inhumane procedures back in the 1800s. He's the guy all the rich went to when he had young daughters getting knocked up or when they had a special needs child they didn't want to keep. He built that house himself and even named the road Patch Lane as a joke to all the patching he did for people. I finished my coffee, laughing about the old tale the guys were trying to pull over me. I wasn't going to let these guys spook me, especially being that I was one of the only females on the department. I have to have a skin twice as thick. I finish up my shift and get some sleep, and back in I go on Saturday night, around the same time. Maybe a little later, around 02.30 hours, I get the call, dispatch to 1034. 1034, go ahead. We got another 911 hang-up from the same number as last night. This time they stayed on the line and we could hear someone talking but couldn't make it out. Can you go check it out again? Can you confirm the dress again? It comes back to Patch Lane. Now I'm pretty sure the guys are getting dispatching on some type of joke but whatever. I still have to respond. Better safe than sorry. So I drive down the road, turn onto the gravel road, park my cruiser away from the house, check the perimeter and go up to the front door. Still no sign of life inside. I knock on the door and announce myself. Officer Barclay with the police department. I'm about to leave and I go to check the door handle out of pure habit. And sure as shit, the door opens. I was so startled by the fact that the door opened, my right hand immediately went to my gun on my right side. I announced myself again. Officer Barclay, police department. Come to the front door or else I'm entering. Before entering a house, for officer safety reasons we always have to get on the radio. 1034 dispatch. Dispatch go ahead. No one appears home but the front door was unlocked. I'm going to make entry and check the house. It appears abandoned though. Do we have any backup available? 1034. All units are still in a fatal DUI accident. Do you need one to break? Negative. I will advise. I figured I didn't need backup breaking from a potential homicide scene from the abandoned house search. I make entry, gun drawn. I proceed through the first door dodging cobwebs and stepping over dead insects and critters. I continue upstairs, through the bedrooms, closets, everywhere a person could be I checked. I work my way back downstairs and I check the basement. It's a pretty small basement but it's broken into several tiny rooms. One room has a metal door with a padlock on it. The padlock needs a key to open it and it is completely rusted shut, covered in cobwebs. And even one big old black spider was guarding that lock having made it its home. Clearly this lock has been there for years, maybe decades. I didn't worry much about it since there's no way anyone was in there due to how rusty this old lock was. Even the keyhole looked corroded and filled with rust and dirt. I eventually left and advised dispatch no report. I grab a cup of hot coffee around 0400 hours and... 
Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Catch up with one of the guys from the DUI crash and ask him what the medicine scene looked like. He told me I'm lucky I wasn't stuck in that scene. He asked me about the Patch Lane house and I told him it was pretty fucking creepy, but I checked it out and it has to be crossed wire somewhere. I felt comfortable telling him it was creepy since I knew this guy from when my dad was still in the force and he treats me like a daughter. He said he used to get dropped calls all the time from there back in the 90s but there was actually a family living there back then. Each time he got dispatched, they were surprised to see him and let him search the whole house. Never any problems. Just a single mum with her two kids minding their own business. I asked him what happened to that family and he said nothing suspicious. They moved away after maybe 10 months or so, definitely less than a year, and a new family moved in and out renting the house, but ever since, about the late 90s, nobody's moved in. I asked him if he remembered there being a locked room in the basement. Honestly, not really knowing what I was expecting as a response, and his eyebrows raised and he said, You know what? I actually didn't remember until you just asked now. Yeah, whoa. Um, yeah, the only reason I remember it is because the nice girl that lived there with her kids didn't have a key and couldn't get into the room and was asking me if I knew a local locksmith. But I told her I didn't really know anyone since any time the cops need in somewhere, we just smash the lock open. She giggled and I remember she was a very attractive looking girl. So we both shrugged it off, finding it odd but moved on with their shift into the early hours with another DUI stop and a domestic violence call from a guy whose wife drank too much and decided it was a good time to confront him for cheating on her three years ago. Fast forward to Sunday night back at work and this time the call comes out right at 0300 hours dispatch to 1034 1034 go ahead hey we have another 911 hang up from patch lane are you able to go since I was in the middle of eating my lunch I decided not to even go yeah dispatch I cleared that house last night and I didn't even see a landline telephone in that house Stand by 1034 to Sergeant Oakley. Oakley, go ahead. Hey Sarge, did you hear this call? Do you need me to go or can we clear it? 1034, just drive by. No need to go in. If you don't see anything, but at least drive by. Received. Show me en route. I was pissed since I didn't get to finish eating, but I did my job and drove down to the gravel road. This time, the front door was wide open. I know I shut it closed the night before. At this point I begin to think a homeless person is inside, but just still trespass. So I call it to dispatch and have an open door and I'm going to check it out. I make entry and this time I see someone run around the corner. My gun is drawn since I have no idea what to expect here and I announce myself and run after him. When I turn the corner, it's just the kitchen and door to the basement. No way out. I run into the basement and nobody is fucking down there. Nobody. 
I get to my radio and ask for backup, but get no response. I make my way back up and still nothing on the radio. I finish clearing the house and still can't find the person. I make my way out to the cruiser and use the cruiser radio and I'm out of breath at this point. 103 to dispatch? Go ahead. Did you hear any of my calls for backup? Negative. Negative. 1034. You need unit? No, you can. Disregard. I had one subject on the premise, but they're gone. I'm heading back to the station. So, of course, everyone asked me about what happened, and all I can say is they must have ran out when they saw me. I didn't tell anyone that the direction they ran left them absolutely no way of running outside. I begin to wonder if I'm going crazy. I'm off Tuesday and Wednesday nights. Rookie, remember? So at this point, I just have one more night before I can rest. Monday night shift. Left me speechless. At roll call, everyone jokes about when I am planning to go back to Patch Lane. I tell them they can get the call and I'm done. Oh, 0300 hours. Dispatch to 1045. 1045 is my good friend who has been into the house in the 90s. 1045 go. We got an ing one hang up for our patch line. Sarge gave the okay to just drive by and make sure no one is there. 1045. Okay, show me on route. Not even 30 seconds go by and my cell phone beeps and I have a text. Hey, want to meet me there? Bastard. Of course I'm not going to say no. So, yeah, I go. 1034 to dispatch. Can you add me to 1045's call? 104. We show up at the same time, and this time the front door is wide open again. Awesome. We both clear the first floor, then the top floor, and make our way into the basement together. Nothing. Then we turn the corner, and I see there's no lock on the metal door anymore. We look at each other, and he said, I thought you said this door was locked. I say, um, it was. So he slowly opens the door and we are hit in the face with the most horrid smell. A smell I know well. The smell of death. We find a corpse of a young female, bloated, fresh. The body naturally bloats about two to four days after death and traps gases. That's where the odour comes from. We call for backup and medical examiners show up on scene. They process the scene and begin to take the body away. I ask them how long has the body been there. They are experts, not me. And the ME guys say between three and four days based on rigor mortis, liver mortis and a few other medical terms I probably can't even spell. I said there's no way that's possible because I was there a day ago and there's no way that that was freshly locked. The lock was so corroded and rusted, covered in cobwebs. Nobody touched it in years. They said, Officer Barclay, this isn't our job to explain. We are just telling you that this body has been laying in the exact position in that room for between three to four days. Tomorrow will be my first night back and I'm not sure what to expect. Well, thanks for listening. These kind of stories don't seem to do so well, so if you would like to hear part two, um, let's see if we can hit 40 likes. Uh, Thanks for listening. See you in the next one.
Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.